recently there was there's been a Cindy and Shiba battle. You say this the last time you were here with hip hop, it's good to challenge each other or like battle each other because that's what built hip hop. When you see that in another genre of music, when you see two female ladies going at it, what was your perception about that? What did you think about it? Now we're talking about entertainment industry, right? Yep. Well, you know what wrestling is, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. Go watch wrestling. <laughs> now, if you think wrestling is real, there's a problem with your mind. I'm Bonnie Chibuka. On my podcast, The Ugandan Boy Talk Show, I've had an honor to sit down with some of the most incredible hearts and minds from Uganda, like Miss Uganda Oliver Nakakande, Jerome Mozor Job, the Executive Director of Jerome Model Management, Pastor Wilson Bogembe, and many, many more. On this podcast, you get to hear raw and real-life stories of their journey, what they've been through, and the people that have inspired their journey so that they can make a difference in ours. Listen to the Ugandan Boy Talk Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Join the journey soon. Welcome back to my podcast, uh, the Ugandan Boy Talk Show, for a new episode with Babaluku. Uh, so I had Babaluku here, uh, I think a year ago or something like that. We had a very good conversation. If you all didn't tap into that conversation, you can pause this one right now and just go back and finish that and then head over back to this. That was a very great conversation. I, I loved it. Um, Babaluku is a legend. Just his name is an introduction right there. Babaluku, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the hey, podcast. Thank you, man. I made it back. Yeah. <laughs> driving around you know yeah, yeah. I, always, I always love to have you on the podcast there's so much wisdom even when i don't talk to you just seeing your post seeing what you say what you sing about it's just so much wisdom and every time i get an opportunity to have you i was like thank god it's an opportunity for me too my brother so happy that you know you consider me yeah you know to be you know someone who's worthy to be on here you know, uh, to reach out to the beautiful, you know, family and friends you've created over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I got to say, let you know, ever since I had you on the podcast, I think I've had about 10 people on the podcast that have gone through you, through what you do, through Bavubuka, through the work you're doing in Uganda. I just finished recording an episode with one of the a poets, um, Jeff, the poet, he's a young superstar. He's doing spoken words, and he was here telling me how you've helped them through the Bavubuka and how he came to connect with you. It was it was amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a gift, you know, and this gift is beyond what we all see most often, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful when others find their lenses through what you're doing yeah. and they can be inspired to do something good, yeah. uh, not only for themselves, but always representing the greater cause, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. And every time I'm, I'm recording a podcast and somebody mentions Babaluku, I was like, yeah, we got to talk about that because yeah. I got I to I give credit where credit is due because that guy right there, uh, a lot of people might not know, but I got to say something, you know, things yeah. you can't just let it pass, you know, acknowledge the work 
somebody has done in life. But anyway, before we dive into a lot, because when I'm talking to you, I just dive right in, right? Right there, and we just start a long conversation. But I want to catch up with you. How is life? How are you doing? Uh, life is okay. Uh, you know what I mean? We are grateful uh, for the journey traveled. Uh, a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea that, you know, how we respond and react to these challenges also determines how we excel in the next round. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, challenges are good for our growth. And so instead of complaining, I like to, you know, adapt to the nature of like anticipating what's the next beautiful thing that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, life has been, you know, ebbs and flow, you know what I mean? Good mm-hmm. and bad, you know, working in a country where you see a bigger vision and, and a lot of times your own people are working against you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. going through those kind of relational connections of like, but we could all get there. Mm-hmm. Like we could all work together. Like, mm-hmm. The idea of being a collective conscious, you know, bearer, yeah. you know what I'm saying? In a place where everyone is in the individuated context, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, individualism versus, you know, uh, collective, Yeah. you know, uh, and, and so it's like, I'm sitting there just thinking about young people in Uganda, like I, even on my journey, like this is a family trip because I haven't seen my family in more than three years. Yeah. So I I decided to break away from the work so I could come and regroup and reconnect and see my nieces and nephews, my brothers, my mother, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a family trip, but it's also a reflective trip because I, I will end up in Uganda again. And I want to use the silent opportunity to not only like recalibrate my love space, but also my vision space and, and ensure that instead of quitting on my people, mm-hmm. I can come back with better bridges. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, I just been talking to another guy I, I came across. I don't know if you ever met this guy. He's called Luganda Excel and he's, he used to do hip hop too. He's now in Doha. I just finished mm-hmm. an episode with him. It's not yet out cause I'm still working on the edit, but um, yeah. we were talking about that, taking a break and reconnect and reflect and it's, it's it's a time to just like kind of think about what's the best thing I can do for my people. What's the best thing I can do for the youth in Uganda? It's always a good time to have that moment to just sit down and, and reflect about that. And when you talk about the things you have done, I know we have a space on WhatsApp that you created for all of us, to content yeah. creators, all of us on that space. I appreciate that. I'm... I appreciate to be part of that, and I I follow that. I see young men. We connect. There's people who post whatever they do, musicians, yeah. uh, models, uh, whoever. That space is yeah. for all entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, yeah. You know, yeah. It was intentional. That space for me. You know, I see a lot of people using WhatsApp as a platform, but and and they make a lot of noise and post whatever. Just mm-hmm. where you know they say what you take in is what defines who you become. Right. You know, so I felt like, you know, we needed a space for those who are consciously driven to also have, you know, a point of reflection into each other's world, you know, mm-hmm. so whereby, you know, we could know about what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Right. And at the same time, you could get to know what other people are doing and maybe potentially invite them to be a part of also what you're doing. So mm-hmm. a collaborator, you know, kind of, you know, platform where mm-hmm. young people can collaborate, connect, but most importantly, you know, founded around the knowledge and wisdom shared yeah. to not only advance ourselves, but the bigger visions that we all carry. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. that's, that's amazing. And speaking of that, 
on the many awards you've won in your life, I want to congratulate you for being the Hip Hop Lifetime Achievement Award of 2023. I saw that on the internet following around. I was like, it's about time. It's about time. This man got acknowledged Achievement Award. How was that like, How the experience? I saw you up there. I mean, when they called me and they told me that they wanted me to be a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, recipient, uh, of course, you know, many peers have won this award in the past of the awards. Uh, but at the same time, the awards were going through a transition from MTN to club, you know. So there was a lot of crossover, you know, ideas that were happening. You know, new people taking on, you know, this uh, powerful platform that they've been financing. Uh, so for me, for the sake of the culture, of course, I'll always agree to show up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but of course I know that there's always a, bu- a bureaucratic, you know, narrative undercurrent and in, in the undertone of why the corporates, you know, are giving you this, and you know, <laughs> yeah, the community you represent that's anti what they've been doing for a long time, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a conflicting thing, but at the same time, it's a timeline marker, you mm-hmm. know, that we came from a place where platforms like this were not available. And now that they are, regardless of them not being 110 perfect, uh, we try to find ways that we could show up in those spaces, hoping that they will inquire from us and continue to improve how they're looking to serve the hip hop community in Uganda. Mm -hmm. So my experience at the Lifetime Achievement Award was a reflection of my family. You know what I'm saying? I have a family that has supported me uh, to be in the space for a long period of time, their prayers, uh, their encouragement, mm-hmm. you know, times that I fell down and depressed on their shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it, it was a lot of things to process, you know, uh, to go and receive that on behalf of a generation I strongly stand for. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but I, I saw it as a a reflection mark of saying it's just the beginning yeah. of people choosing to learn how to honor, you know, what's real. Mm-hmm. So we constantly honor what's fake in Uganda, you know, just for the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I word this, I word that, but we come in a community and we can't see really what you're doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I represented everyone who's done great mm-hmm. and was never seen without a word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone who served their community and they've been, you know, shoved under the table because, you know, they're not deemed credible to be on those platforms. You know, my award was dedicated to them, you know what I mean? And I wanted to use it as a point of statement that as a proud kid born and raised in Makindye, when you see what I've become, it's because of those other people who were marginalized, who mm-hmm. inspired me, right, to stand up daily, to go and work for something greater and better, you know? Yeah. So the award experience personally was a powerful, reflective uh, milestone of where we've arrived. Mm-hmm. But yet we have a lot of work to do. You know, as people who come from the hip-hop culture, we definitely have a lot of work and a lot of platforms to set up for the young generation that's coming up to do right, you know, and to take a path that could definitely keep us here 100 years later. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that's definitely right. And when you talked about that, it kind of made me think, um, the last time you were on the podcast, we had just won an award with Pulse Uganda, which was a podcast influencer of the year. And lucky enough, we got renominated again for the second time. So fingers crossed, or hopefully, we'll be a two-time champions. But 
I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't look. I mean, I, I, I acknowledge the nomination and the support. And the thing I've been telling people is, my podcast might not be the best podcast in the world, the best equipment, the best lighting. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Because that's that's what other people think. Uh, let me let me share something with you. Okay, it has nothing to do with the best equipment. Yeah, or the accreditation of the you the best podcast. Yeah, the spirit in which you host is always the truest form that you gift with everyone, mm-hmm. and that's what it must count for. It must not be about the accreditation of who validates who's the best or not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the spirit in which you respect, you value, you honor, you encourage. Uh, you give people a way to outlet and vent and be able to share their authentic stories, even be candidly themselves and be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I think that's powerful, and we cannot rate that out of a hundred. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. that's infinite. So, <laughs> and that, that's that's actually where I was going with it because today people will think about numbers or like who you you get these numbers, but like for me, my consistency, my authenticity, and like bringing these stories working bringing and that's what i like i i don't really look at oh you can see these people million and that's something i mentioned earlier one time like i might not have a million numbers a million followers but one guy told me it's not it doesn't mean that when you have a million followers that your podcast is good and it doesn't mean when you have a million followers your podcast is impactful the two Mm. people that you impact can bless you more than a mil- uh, people who have and we live in a world where people can just buy a million followers to expand their oh yeah Instagram. and that's why you get out of the hawks of thinking that it's about the numbers mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying the numbers for those who deal with capitalism and consumerism yeah and some would argue that well capitalism and consumerism runs the world mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but you're in this world to create your own world while you're here. Right. So whose world are you focused on? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So my whole thing is like, we don't seek validation from out of forces because it's our job to validate ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. You know I mean? So, you know, kudos to you, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let haters be haters. Let yeah. congratulators be congratulators. Supporters be supporters. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Be there, it's out of honor, so let's celebrate mm. that. You know what I'm saying? And I like that because it's it's around this time of voting that I get to reflect about my podcast. You get all these analytic where people have listened to these stories and people who have been impacted by this podcast. They come out like, you know what? Even if people out there, it's like with voting, it doesn't matter if somebody has listened to your podcast or not. Those who have listened. And those who have been impacted are going to do the work for you. They're going to go out there and say, hey, will you vote for this person? Will you do that? And that's how I've been helped like to get yeah. all these people stand behind me and we participate in that. So hopefully we get that. And I'm hopeful that we're going to get that. And yeah. If faith, we ride through thin and out. Yes, sir. So uh, the other one I want to talk about, uh, I saw you hitting back the studio, not the studio, but hitting some... Um, Mike checks with Navio for the Navio at 20, 20 yeah, years. Yeah, how, yeah. how was that reuniting back and uh, the whole experience? I mean, I think sometimes you got to honor and respect those who remain consistent, uh, those who break barriers, and those who see a future forward authentically that identifies them to be their realest selves. 
And I think that that's what I respect about Navio. You know, uh, as one uh, of the people from the era that, you know, we've come from, that I've seen his dedication and commitment. And, you know, when I put a call out and I'm doing something for the community, you know, he doesn't even be like, so Baba, where's my transport money? Like some people will be, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? And people might take that lightly, but that, 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 angle and that idea that when you're building for the culture that they benefit from they still want to charge you to build mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah i always say that i will always respect navio uh for the idea that he's always been one that shows up at any conversation at any call mm -hmm. this is happening and it's like yo okay let's talk let's talk let's meet let's reason let's build you know that level of confidence and that level of uh welcomeness you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i think it, it speaks to the person and him to be the first rapper or mc ever in uganda to celebrate 20 years as that you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. hats off to the brother you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and, and mind you that when he was doing his concert you know there was also another concert but you know what i mean <laughs> he did his thing you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> so for me we must give credit and honor are the consistent, the driven, and those who prove, you know, there's a proof of concept, mm -hmm. you know, that the culture of hip hop has impacted a life in Uganda. Yep. So it's a true representation of what hip hop can do for a young person to turn into a commendable, uh, you know, accountable, and at the same time, you know, an individual of value in community. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think for me, that you know, as, as someone who loves the culture so much, characters like his you know is what i would hope that others would you know adapt to you know because there's no reason why you're scared of talking to babaluku mm -hmm. uh there's no reason why you can't convene us brothers for the culture you love uh there's no point why you still want babaluku to pay for you to show up to talk about the culture you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah I, I speak this you know just to keep it 100 that mm -hmm. with hip-hop culture sometimes you gotta give honor where it's due and so big up to my brother you know, for pulling on a beautiful show. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, I know, you know, the, you know, the back end, you know, of where he comes from to really see hip hop, you know, go to a next level. And you won't find a lot of rappers who really actually give credit where it's due. Mm -hmm. Everyone want to be the man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Wanna, I'm, the, I'm this, I'm that. Mm -hmm. Everyone caught up in the front. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always tell people, who you still challenging? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. At this point in time, like, who you still trying to prove something to? Yeah. Exactly. You know, we've been here long enough. When someone says 20 years, that means 20 years of stories, struggles, pain, breakdowns, distress, you know, that they've been able to maneuver through to keep shining. Mm -hmm. So what, you still want to challenge that? Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to do that at your own risk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <I'll... laughs> No, I really appreciate that. Even with all you have achieved with all you've done for the industry, you still respect and give credit where credit is due. And that's like you mentioned it, like a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people just want to be at the front. Oh, I'm the best. That's yeah. it. Like, you know. Yeah, for me, it's it's important. And if you ever want to, you know, show love to me, just so just show love to someone else who's helped you. Yeah. Just remember that. Show love to that person who's inspired you. You know, there's no shame in you saying that I have learned from this brother. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's no shame in you saying that he supported me when I needed this. Yeah, yeah. You know, it only frees you into abundance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like all of these artists in Uganda who are faking the funk 
just need to understand that a little respect, a little integrity, and a lot of honor yeah. could literally put you to your highest level of achievement. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that I don't think even I can add anything on that. But I've got an, another discussion from that, what we just talked about, because, and we're going to go out of hip hop a little bit. Recently, there was, there's been a Cindy and Shiba battle. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to ask you to see who won because that's not my reason <laughs> of that. Um, it's it's good. And you, you say this the last time you were here with hip hop, it's good to challenge each other or like battle each other because that's what built hip hop. When you see that in another genre of music, when you see two female ladies going at it, what was your perception about that? What did you think about it? Now we're talking about entertainment industry, right? Yep. Well, you know what wrestling is, right? Yeah, I do. People watch wrestling. <laughs> now, if you think wrestling is real, there's a problem with your mind. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but it's still entertainment. Yeah. And it has a lot of viewers mm -hmm. and they make money doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I'm big up to, you know, both of those beautiful queens. You know, they're both my friends. I, I love you all daily. You know what I'm saying? I think for me, it's like I know that they're geniuses in their art forms. That's why they have different levels of success. They're authentically different. And so we cannot put them on the same gauge. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're focused on their achievements and not do not mirror. But again, once again, if they wanted to write on a hierarchy of you know seniority well you know one was here before one mm -hmm. came after mm -hmm. and so let's make this math very easier you know <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> so there's no question that give give respect where respect is due mm -hmm. i think they both deserve respect but from artist to artist right it's good to tell like we were just talking about that in mm -hmm. in the hip-hop conversation yeah good to literally reference someone who you think is really good at what they're doing mm -hmm. even when you're good mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with saying, but yo, but she is, she kills it at this. Yeah. You know that she is better than me at that. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you also some you also have something better you do more than her. And so let's not get lost into one is better than the other. Mm -hmm. We all have different strengths. Yeah. In our capacities mm -hmm. and so do not discredit someone because they came later mm -hmm. that they don't have some muscle to also <laughs> <you Yeah. know? laughs> so my thing is that you know with that conversation congratulations congratulations to them as entertainers they put on a show for the whole entire uganda you saw how packed that was yeah mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and we 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 realize that definitely Uganda likes chaos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uganda thrives on chaos. <laughs> That's definitely true. And the promoters, I guess, they're happy because you know where there's controversy, they make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just the people in Uganda do not forget that that's entertainment. There's real life after entertainment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My show is gone. Let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And there's been a lot of people in Uganda giving different opinion, like spending hours and hours just dissecting that. But with the first three words you said when I asked you that question, it was closed case. But it was like somebody who can listen, you can just write, write Uganda, there. 
to learn to use their mind. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Think a little bit deeper than the surface you're given. Yeah. Now, I mean, most often Ugandans like the hype. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yep. That's why a lot of this generational, you know, people sticking to validate, you know, really shallow work or something great. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Come on. If it's shallow, it's shallow. Just say we're too drunk. We like shallow music in this damn time. We're too depressed. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge your condition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or say we alcoholics in Uganda. We like music that keeps us high. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's how we get by right now because the situation is just bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if you still have a moral compass, you know, you come back to where do I put my effort and elevate my people? Mm -hmm. You know, how am I using my platforms to show that it's not really just this individual me winning, that I'm using this clout to do something greater. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. things are important mm -hmm. that, you know, whether you're in an industry or you're just a business guy or organization runner, it's, it's the concern in our energy to know that part of our energy is serving the spaces we are growing in and living in. Yep, definitely. That is definitely right. Um, and while we're still at that, I want to ask you another question. You're a musician, you're an artist in Uganda, and there is something called Uganda Music Federation Association. I think that's yeah. what it's called. What is your take on that, and what do you I think about it? I put my two cents on it, man. I put my two cents. I don't know what media house I was talking to, but they formed me at some function, and I gave them my two cents. And I say, you know, they say give to Caesar what's for Caesar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> in reality, for me, uh, having grown up, okay, well, in Canada, one. Also, coming back home and spending a lot of time home working in the creative space. I, I am that youth that that industry never supported. You know, I represent a general music that we had to fight for to gain platform on radio stations, on television. You know what I'm saying? And no one financed our way up. Mm -hmm. And all of this access wasn't present. But what what's interesting is that when people talk about supporting talent in Uganda, it's like we're still back in 1980. <laughs> yep. It's like they think we still need people to get on the mic. Like, really? Mm -hmm. I mean, we got a million and a gazillion mics in Uganda. We got a lot of talented people, but there's zero infrastructure to move them ahead of life. Mm -hmm. There's no institutions that are supporting to authentic learnings that evolve around creative, you know, wealth development, you know, and then we want to talk about talent nights as a way that we support young creatives. That's primary. We could have a talent night in every village somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's on my budget. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Right. But we need, when we talk about anything to do with federating anything, we need to actually be very, very discerning in the whys. And how many years have they envisioned their impact to be here for? Oh, you want to be a federation, you got to have a hundred year plan. Mm -hmm. Have you presented that to us? Showed, showed us the infrastructure of the beautiful new labs and studios <laughs> and our institutionalized learning. And of course, the performance theaters that are in the futures now, because, you know, it's now digital, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I still perform at the National Theater, but we could have evolved already into some <laughs> new futures, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that there's conversations that are missed out as much as uh, some of those people consider themselves to be creatives. 
I believe that most of these people got into music to make money and mm -hmm. they know that factually. Mm -hmm. They didn't get into music to support creatives. And when they're given the power to claim that they're supporting creative, it's misguidance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Until my deathbed, I'll continue to call out people who camouflage in the arts in the name of saying development. Because development is tangible, though it could be hidden at the same time. Mm -hmm. I like to say that if you're a true creative, then in the last 20, we should have already been about supporting and creating infrastructure for the creative. Right. Kids in a neighborhood like much India should have already had maybe 20 studios that are community designed for their access to develop what goes into the market as a product and then what comes out as to shows for the successful singles that come out and then traveling on global festivals as the opportunity of the platform. Mm -hmm. But until we get to that, I think it's hard to really uh, talk about what the Federation would do or they're saying it's too early or whatever. No, it's what's the vision? Mm -hmm. The vision can't just be putting money in your pocket. Exactly. And it looks like that's what it is. Okay, let's give it 100. Yep. The vision must be something that's going to outlive you 100 years for others to benefit. And I don't think anyone has got on any screen and given us that script. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's why we're not in that narrative. <laughs> you know, I mean, so we'll keep our spirit aligned with spiritual things mm -hmm. and deal with God. Because frankly and honestly speaking, all the creatives and artists that are in Uganda are surviving by God's grace. Okay? <laughs> so just keep that in mind. So we'll honor that. Yeah. I feel you emanate the spiritual understanding that evolves you into delivering for a generation to be liberated and gain access. We would not tap into the physical jargon of trying to be, I'm the leader, I'm the head, mm -hmm. and you know, politically, I'm the one with the network. And you know, I mean, we don't need any of that noise. Mm -hmm. We just want to see access. We just want to see harmony. We just want to see peace. Yeah. We want to see our people evolving. We want to see the young people today benefiting from what we struggled for mm -hmm. by availing them a new space of conversation mm -hmm. not by clowning them and 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 and, and also sh selling them short of what excellence is yeah i mean so you know black that, excellence thing that's 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 definitely right and i'm not gonna say if i'm not I don't have information about something. I'd rather keep quiet and listen to people who have information about it. And that's why I asked you the question about that, to just learn and hear your opinion on that. But what I've... I'm a citizen in Uganda. I've seen these things happening. Even if I'm not a musician, you see it. Yeah. If there's just a certain group of people that are, can access the state house and just get what they get from the state house, then that's not... For everybody, it's just for a certain group of people. It's and they, they've proven fact to that. That's yeah. why we can't we, we can't take them serious in a general consensus. Right. It's not for everybody. It's for you. So be truthful mm -hmm. and spit that truth. We don't hate on you. Right. But just be true. This is for us. This is what we'll be doing with our things. Right. You know, don't claim it's for the others mm -hmm. when your model does not allow others to touch it. Only when. They can only touch it when they're only validating you to get more access. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, you know, I got kids. Man, I'm not even going to get into that stuff. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, yeah. Let's leave that topic for that. But I want to <laughs> let's just talk about the things that are going to impact other people because that's the reason of my podcast and that's what I like to <laughs> preach to the people. And that will switch me to hip hop at 50 with Baba yes. Wuku, uh, Bavubuka. 
um, mm. because this is something you have done, just you and the group of people around you to help other people, not with mind of like, oh, we're going to get money out of this thing. Oh, like with a vision of like, when we're going to phone it, I'm like, mm. but you're doing your thing to empower other Babalukus out there with the goal of just leaving that there and not and, and Ugandans think we're stupid, but they dead wrong. You know what I'm saying? This gift is for free. You didn't buy it. You turn it around to make currency. Yes, it could lead you to be a millionaire, a billionaire, according to how you envision what you see. That's your highest level of access. Everyone has the will and power to access, but the strong willed are the only one that lasts with what they can do. So when we did hip hop, we genuinely knew that it was the love that was gonna cross us over. It was not the money. So a lot of the people who are not in the culture anymore that you don't see speaking or even on your screen, they wanted the money. And when the money didn't look good, they vamoose, <laughs> man, they got off. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the bus was not, you know, being fueled. You know, mm -hmm. there was no fuel to push it. Yeah, man. Yeah. And we don't blame them. The situation and the condition diagnosed their genuine intentions and it kicked them off the bus. Mm -hmm. You know, if they didn't get off willingly, they got kicked off. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> with that being said, when you stand for something, it's hard to fall for everything. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. So we, we stood for hip hop. We said we will be the hip hop kids that when others are doing R&B, others are doing dance hall, others are doing Afrobeat, whatever genre was there, we say we will stand for hip hop culture. And it's in that space that now we still get valued from because hip hop in itself is community orientated. It has allowed us to learn more than what people expected. Because in Uganda, when people think of hip hop, they think of entertainment. Mm -hmm. But this is a cultural identifier that preserves and archives and teaches and activates young people from all you know walks of the, of the universe to be leaders, to be builders, to be educators, and to also be able to move their communities forward. Mm -hmm. So for me, hip hop of 50 is celebrating a culture of its own that has transformed many lives across the globe, not only in Uganda. But if I was to focus in Uganda, what hip hop culture has done for the corporates, they could never pay us. Yeah. But you see it in the ads, right? They use hip hop beats. Mm -hmm. They, you know, everyone is dressed like hip hop. You know, they like the aesthetics. They just don't affiliate with the growth that we need to be supporting. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's why Navio's thing was big, by the way, because all of those companies that supported him endorsed the fact that hip hop is powerful. Mm -hmm. You know? And so hip hop of 50 in Uganda, for me, it's only to be celebrated by people who know the love who know the journey, people who've toiled, people who know that it will be here even when they're dead and gone, mm -hmm. people who are genuinely affiliated to this space as contributors. 
You know, many people just consume the music and they become fans, but being a contributor is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Because at saying we're celebrating hip hop of 50 as a contributor, this is when you can acknowledge your contribution and what hip hop has allowed you to access. And looking at your own authentic story and say, hey, man, I grew up in Makindia, man. I never knew I would travel the world. But because I moved into hip hop culture, I'm not only traveling the world because of hip hop, but I'm held in high regards as a contributor in different spaces globally. Mm-hmm. When I talk about being a hip hop, an indigenous hip hop practitioner, that is a career that no one ever knew would exist. Right. But today I could go and lecture in a university as an indigenous hip hop practitioner, presenting new knowledges and new ways on how our young people are still contributing to the evolution of our own story. So you know that there's power in this celebration. Mm -hmm. It highlights where we've come from. And then the most other important thing, it highlights our relationship with our relatives in the diaspora. It creates the bridge for us to be able to reflect in their story, to rekindle our memory, to remember our story. Mm -hmm. And because of that, that's why I have the program called Back to the Source, is to keep this bridge where our family from the diaspora can connect with our family on the continent and then evolve a conversation that makes meaning forward on how we strengthen culture together. Mm -hmm. Finding healing at our source because hip hop culture foundationally is evolving around healing. So, yeah, that's why we talk about, you know, peace, love, unity, and safely having fun mm-hmm. as values there. Also, when you move into other realms, you could talk about the edge law, which is health, love, awareness, and wealth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people who I know a lot of people in Uganda don't get hip to this information. <laughs> you know that hip hop, as far as acronyms, you could tap into, you know, helping individual people help other people. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I got a hip on that. But when you have evolved that, there's a higher frequency you tap into, mm-hmm. which is the higher infinite power healing our people. Yeah. Nice. And that's where we sit when we say we're hip hop. Yeah. We acknowledge that we are attuning to this higher infinite power that gives us access to heal our people. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who's in a culture and understands that, they know for a fact that that's why hip hop will always be here. I like the part where you talked about that not only the people in Uganda, and I remember the conversation we had before. We recorded, we were going to jump on this when you're telling me about Hip Hop at 50, where you see you're bringing uh, friends from Canada, the US, or like a bunch of people to come together. And I like that when Hip Hop unites the people, because at first the acronym you said for the people, and then the second one you say our people, like you use that and it connects all of us together and with the power mm-hmm. of music. That's That's really dope to think about. I think that's that's the thing about hip hop culture that's uniquely different from all genres of music. Mm-hmm. It's ability to not only strengthen and bring people together, but to also incite a transformative energy in them that builds bridges beyond themselves. Right. So we are always we become gatherers. Mm-hmm. You know, we become identifiers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're able to now 
you know, contribute back to humanity in a greater strength because of our existence. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we honor so much in that space because it reflects who we are constantly, you know, hip hop directly allows you to identify who you are. And it also encourages you to offer your authenticity, you know, to your best ability. And it's in that space that you're able to evolve and, 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 you know, inspire those around you. I like that a lot. And I'm the one person who, when I come to your social media, especially Instagram, I use Instagram a lot. I think about, I read the words you write underneath every post picture you post because those words are important. And you're one of the people who know the power of words. And you write, humans connect, share, reflect, inspire, encourage, build, and support. And throughout our conversation, you keep hearing that. Like humans, as humans, we connect and we share and we reflect and inspire and encourage, build, and support. I'm a, I'm a Christian, and you get to hear there's different kind of pastors in Uganda. And there are those yeah. pastors who come on the pulpit and say, hey, you're going to get rich tomorrow. You're going to get $10 million tonight. You're going to get this. <laughs> and then there's other people who say like, hey, life is going to be tough but you're going to make it through. You're going to... So that's... When you put that in music, you compare that to the people who be like, hey, we're going to go to the president tomorrow and get 10 billion shillings and we'll give everybody. And then you hear another person who say, hey, let's connect together. Let's share the wisdom we have. Let's reflect. Let's inspire. Let's encourage each other. And that is where I make my difference. And that's why you see two different people, the way they use their leadership. Yeah, and you know, it's, you know, unifying or collectiveness, you know, that's the highest form in which we honor the ancestors. And there's a blessing in why they emphasize that for us to, you know, be able to rise, we must come together. You've had slogans like unity is power. Mm-hmm. And so when you understand, it's not just a word that unit is power, but it's the idea that the energy in a force that's been brought together to literally elevate an intention that will, you know, push generations, whether it's to education, to music, to various learnings. I think for me that we sell ourselves short when you do not, when we do not honor unity. Mm-hmm. And so you see that as Bavubuka, one of our highest, you know, reason that we're still here you know, 18 years, 20 years, whatever, is because we really honored collaboration. Always not being afraid to go to other organizations, always taking all we have to other organizations. We were not threatened like we had to be the organization. No, Mm -hmm. we shared everything we got to a point that even people were threatened and they started to say, ah, Balo was that chavo. You know what I'm saying? And you see people suffering with their own mentality, but we were genuine. And so we knew whether they saw us as a positive contributor or they wanted to, you know, be suspicious. It was on them, but we're going to keep giving. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it's that resilience of, you know, pushing unity, togetherness, and community that has allowed us to stay in this game for this longevity we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not only having longevity, but having stories. You've testified of the young people that you talk to on your podcast, you know what I mean, who revolve like their experience with Bavubuka. 
I mean, even the young kids who hated Bavuvuka when they were younger because of our message, mm -hmm. they come around today and say, we are sorry we misunderstood what you were talking about. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know you are throwing stones back then, but growth is a beautiful thing mm -hmm. because we don't hold that against you anymore. Yeah. We're happy to see that you've evolved yourself to understand that you are a worthy individual who has something to contribute still. So, you know, still play a role, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. yeah. That, that is, that's definitely amazing. And on top of that, where we say we connect, share, reflect, inspire, you go ahead to say more blessing, more love, more humility, more gratitude, more knowledge, more wisdom, more grace, more energy, more building, more freedom, more sustenance. All those words, like for me, when I listen to them, it's just... On top of sharing and connecting, like we need more love, we need more humility, more gratitude. And this is something you talked about at the beginning, even when you're still talking about Anavio's concert and stuff like that. Like we need that. You need to give credit where it's due. You need to show more love. Um, I love that, that you continue to preach that. Man, as creatives, I can't say much more. If you're going to be an artist that's going to be here, like some artists just want to make money and get out. But if you want to be an artist that's going to be here for a lifetime to have a legacy, those are definitely things you must actually conceptualize, bring them into your life and apply them mm -hmm. because they work and they guide and they lead and they put you in a place of honor automatically because you're showing that level of access to energy that is pure, that's genuine. People will show you love bad. Even mm -hmm. your haters can't stand that energy yeah. because it's witness you thriving and growing and people mm -hmm. are still pulling you up. Yeah. When they wish you to fall, you still stand. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And I think I can't cheat young people with the energy. A lot of people ask me, Baba Luku, how have you made it to remain relevant? Right. You've just stated the affirmations. Mm -hmm. You've given them all the affirmations. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm like, treat that as your prayer. Mm -hmm. Or write it down and make it your daily affirmation and call me back in a year when you're applying it and tell me your life did not change. Right. And after that, you can forward me, you know, I'm in a check to my address. <laughs> Thank you, Baba. <laughs> I think I'm one of I'm one of the people who need to forward a check to your address because <laughs> when I was driving down from Toronto with my brother, yeah. I put him on some game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he's a basketball trainer, you know, mm -hmm. he's doing very well in this region. Mm -hmm. You know, he's getting kids to go to like, you know, higher leagues and and at the same time he's got my you know, my niece to literally get a full on scholarship in a big university in Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's really as a coach, he's really a powerful guy. You know what I mean? And so I put him on some game on how to advance this greatness within him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I turn around to him and I say, Mo, listen, man, <laughs> you know, after one year, call me back with a paycheck. Yeah. And we'll be able to celebrate, <laughs> you know? But why was that? It's like, you know, sometimes uh, we as black folk, we do, we do not honor knowledge. And so sometimes this thing of consultation and whatever, we take it lightly. But out here, people will charge you a hundred bucks per hour just to have a consultation. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I've been trying to just shake people into that. Listen, you're a genius, man. People need to give you what you're worth. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in there and put on your hat and get your gifts worth, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that's definitely what I was talking about earlier when I was saying like the the stuff you do in Uganda for the Bavubuka for for the youth. And when you're talking about that, it's that, let's not go too far. Just start with me. 
the last year when I had you, no, not even last year, when we met on the airplane, we talked about this the first time when I had you on the podcast, when we met on the plane, and you inserted those words in me, hey, you're going to do great, you're going to be great, you're going to just do this, stick to this, you're going to be great. Next time I have you on the podcast, hey, next time you know you see me on uh, Instagram, oh, this dude is now on planes, he's flying airplanes, like, he stuck the word, and he we I have you again on the podcast, and you say, hey, man, this is a good platform you've said, keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to be great. Second time, being in the uh, awards, and the, num- the people, the podcast is just growing, improving, getting more people, and we're just going up, and what you're talking about, like, you get to the energy where even the haters can't stop you no more, like, you're just yeah, elevating. Man. Soaring, man, you're soaring in the love. Yeah, you know the support you have around you, the beautiful people that respond to your energy. Mm-hmm. It's like out of forces are not your concern anymore because your internal is clear. Yeah, you know, man, it's like you're you're liberated from within, so you're not you're not internally fighting yourself, but you definitely know that you're here on purpose and by design. And I, you know, it's, it's not a coincidence that you should, you know, you set up a podcast as your tool of, you know choice mm-hmm. to, to be in conversation both to feel close to home yeah you know what I mean? but at the same time you know be entertained mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and at the same time create a platform for others to vent you know mm-hmm. not only that but also get people to connect yeah understand me like i'm breaking it down bro exactly like, it's it's crazy because I just had that conversation with somebody today. I've not talked to you about this. And for the <laughs> listeners, like, I've not talked to you about it. But the way you just stated it is the same way I've been telling this person. Like, I started this podcast to connect to people home. When I talked to some, I talked to a young lady today who is in travels. And I was like, when you tell me stories about Chidepo, I just feel like I'm home right there. Like, I'm seeing these things. You tell me things you're doing in Uganda. And, like, it makes me feel at home because I'm here myself i mean there are other people where you can connect to but like having that conversation with them so it starts with me i listen to this conversation nobody has listened to this because i pre-record and then i'm like this is such good information the world needs to hear this and just send it out there and it's like hey go tap in and you know what i mean and that's literally what they call finding your center point you know of things that bring you joy and when you find your center point of things that bring you joy You'd be amazed how the universe surprises you all the time. Mm-hmm. You're constantly in awe of your own experience. I can't believe this happened today. Oh, my God. Did you see how that happened? <laughs> like, you get into that place of yeah. an adrenaline that's different. Right. You know, and that's when you recognize that, oh, wow, I'm actually genuinely, you know, in a good conversation with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and so a lot of people try to worry about Baba and, and you know, trying to, compare don't ever compare baba it's i'm incomparable i'm in my own world i'm blessed that i left canada and i came home i'm blessed that you know i spent a lot of time in the ghettos you know just dealing with my life you know the ghetto youth what they gave me was healing Mm -hmm. you know and and to that i always have an ear and ready to find ways to always be of support because i honor what they did for me and i'll never forget that and you know whatever humbles me continuously there's literally actually young men and young women like you who also get up to create a point of joy so all of us can be in reflection. You know, this is reflective. Mm-hmm. I get a chance to be in conversation, but every question you bring in is a point of reflective, mm-hmm. you know, memory mm-hmm. of like things I've experienced, uh, what I'm hoping to achieve, you know, mm-hmm. where my journey will go. Yeah. You know, 
it is a beautiful thing to have someone in your life, mm -hmm. let alone not only behind the scene, but now just outwardly having this conversation so we inspire others. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And every time I get an opportunity to sit with you, every even if you give me five minutes, okay, I got these five five free minutes. You want to talk? I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> and when you give me that call, it's like, hey. I got some time. You want to talk? I was like, I'll take it any day, any time. And even when the listeners don't know about this, but like there's some, when, before we started, like your signal and whatever travel, I was like, yeah. I'll wait, I'll wait. We can, we need to do this because I know it's important <laughs> to me and it's very important for other people. But Baba Luku, I don't want to take a lot of your time because the Americans say, all people say time is money and I don't take it for granted that you give me it's wow. the time is money. Yeah. The time is money. The mind is funny on how it's spent on getting it. Exactly. <laughs> we just got a free freestyle. <laughs> Don't charge me for that. We got a free freestyle for the listeners. <laughs> but anyway, man, I appreciate man. my head, man. No, I was just saying that's just a line that you know reflected back when you said, you know, time is money. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's very true. But at the same time, it's not too African. Yeah, you know, it's 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 not. We always got time, bro. Yeah. I always tell my peers that busy is an excuse. That means your priorities are not aligned. You hear that? But when when time is your ally, you got time to do each and everything that's designed for this day. And no one should hear you say you're saying you're busy. Mm -hmm. You know, busy is just a point of excuse to make yourself irrelevant. Yeah. Because you say to me busy ten times, I'm not calling you again. <laughs> I said, keep busy. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's important to know that in each day you avail the right amount of time to do everything you need to do. Just make, sure, just make yourself available for those people that God has put in your life to actually minister to or be open to. Because each person you talk to in a day mm -hmm. is designed and assigned for that day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So be willing to take that in and adapt that to your way of being. Mm -hmm. So I, you can't call me and I say I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I'll just let you know I'm doing this currently, but at this time I'll be available. And that's one you know thing. I mean? That's one thing yeah. I'm really super thankful for. And I thank God for that. Like he connected me to you and never in a million time I've texted you or called you and say, I'm busy, I'm busy. Or if you're doing something, it's like, I'm going to get back to you. And you definitely do get back to me. So it's, I appreciate that. And it's a discipline that's important. And, and, and other young people should be able to know that that's how we need to be actually honoring each other. You know what I mean? Because we advance ourselves by showing up for one another. Mm -hmm. So if we're busy to come together, well, when when are we going to show up for each other? And so mm -hmm. how would we advance? Right. That's... So I encourage, you know, hashtag show up. You know what I mean? Come Hash through. Hashtag show up. That's a mic drop right there. Uh, but once again, <laughs> Baba, I appreciate. And like I said, I've already said this, but I can't fail to say it over and over again. Anytime I get a, even just a second to just sit down, speak with you. I love it, and I want my other youth to tap in. Um, but just before I let you go, there will be a lot of other youth who don't know about Bavubuka or keep hearing us talking about Bavubuka. Can you just give yeah. them a little bit about what Bavubuka is and how that can, if somebody wants to connect, um, how that can So Bavubuka, the spirit, will live forever, first and foremost. Uh, Bavubuka, you know, of course, for the non-English, you know, Luganda speakers mean youth. You know, and uh, our vision was to create Bavubuka Foundation, uh, a foundation that believed that through using music and arts, 
we can transform lives and unify diverse communities. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's been our mandate up to date. Yeah. We do it loyally and unapologetically by using indigenous hip hop culture as our tool, you know, except that now we are in the era of building legacies. And in the era of building legacy, we have what we call Bavubuka Nation. Uh, Bavubuka Nation acknowledges that we've inspired a generation for the last 18 years to participate in community building. And the generation we've inspired now is the one to build the nation. So like my brother, you know, Barney here is going to build a nation through the podcast. He's building his nation on the web. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. We celebrate that in Bavubuka Nation. Um, and there's many like him, you know, that also testify and draw different testaments for, you know, timeline shared. But what currently we have what we call the space. Uh, the space, and you could check that out on IG at the space UG. Uh, the space is committed to collective creative collective conscious dialogues and so we want to streamline it as the dialogue center for creative leaders in uganda and that space is our legacy gift to the community where we will be dedicated and committed to ensure that our community remains in conversation about its progress now this is called the space because you are welcome to paint any form of dialogue as a point of conversation and we host you and honor you so, you know, hit us up at the Space UG on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you have a dialogue, if you have a session that you want to host, we have space for you. A lot of young people don't have space to have showcases or create their ideas or have gatherings. We're offering the space, you know, to you for that purpose so you can be supported. When we were growing up, we didn't have space. God blessed us. Now we have space, so it's to your mm -hmm. usage. Mm -hmm. So come through and use it. Uh, other than that, but Vubuka, you know what I mean? When you say hip-hop culture, it goes well with Bavubuka. The spirit of hip-hop and the responsibility of our community is what puts us in a position to have a say in youth culture in Uganda. For we have truly served many young creatives and we've created opportunities of those who are both home and abroad to continue to advance the liberation of our people. And so if y'all wanna you know, hit us up, you're always welcome. If you're from the diaspora, uh, we actually are getting ready for Back to the Source 2023, you know, so feel free to reach us, you know, reach out to me, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Ababaluku Uganda, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or Babaluku on IG, you know what I mean? So we could be able to be in conversation with you, but we'll be hosting our relatives from the diaspora, both from DC and New York, and at the same time dealing with elders in Uganda, but convening by the Nile, to continue honoring the spirit that has given us the energy to be here and continue serving our people. Uh, we'll also be celebrating the 21st Indigenous Hip Hop Gathering. So that's uh, the 20th, the 21st Hip Hop Summit. You know, we celebrated 20 years last December mm -hmm. and now we're starting a fresh start of the new year. So we will also be engaging with a lot of hip hop MCs, uh, graffiti artists, uh, dancers, you know, breakers, DJs, uh, fashion designers, everyone in the hip hop community that has been inspired by the culture. We are going to be convening together to celebrate hip hop of 50 as our contribution with our relatives, you know, in the diaspora. But we are here to continue serving the continent, uh, you know, carrying that Pan-African spirit, that indigenizing in our knowledge spirit to ensure that, you know, when we authentically say we are Ugandan and that we are proud sons and daughters of the land, 
that we are telling our true stories to the world. You know what I'm saying? That's what hip hop allows us to do. But thank you, my brother, for giving me the time to be here. You know, the Ugandan boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Revenue. Yes, yes <laughs> uh, I'll remember to put all the IG that he mentioned in the description. So if you're listening, you don't have to go on such. You just click in the description. We'll take you right to what he's talking about of all the accounts he's talking about. So yeah. Bless, bless. All right, my brother. Peace out. Yeah, yo, thank you very much. No problem. I can end the re this recording and I can chat with you a little bit and then... Uh, okay, let's go, bro. Hey there, uh, this is Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for watching and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and recommend somebody to this podcast. Don't forget to leave a feedback on this podcast because that's how we grow. And also don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and comment. Join us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much and be blessed.